This episode of Turns Out I'm Into It is brought to you by the Harley Rabbit Audio Playhouse, a virtual club specialising in kink and BDSM audio fantasies. These aren't audiobooks, they're immersive audio experiences that put you in the story, allowing you to explore your deepest, darkest fantasies, all within the privacy of your own headphones. Specialising in CNC and other forms of sexual power play, these stories are not for the faint-hearted. But if you're curious, then follow the Harley Rabbit to harleyrabbit.com. Right now, we're offering listeners of this podcast a 25% discount on a fantasy of your choice. Use the code INTOIT23 at the checkout and see where the rabbit hole takes you. Turns out I'm into it. Into it. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to Turns Out I'm Into It, the show all about helping you discover your kinky self and live your best sex life. My name is Harley Rabbit, and today I wanted to start off with a little bit of a celebration. Um, The podcast, this podcast, is finally live and published. I've been pre recording these. I was planning to release the podcast with three episodes ready to go, um, but had some delays on publishing it. Things always take longer than you expect. Um, So I've actually had five in the bank by the time this show went live. Um, So this is the first one I've recorded since the show has been released, which is super exciting. Uh, I actually wasn't sure how I was going to feel about publishing this podcast. I had this idea... I had the idea to do a show like this um, probably maybe 12 months ago or something. It's been rattling around the back of my mind as something I really want to do. But wanting to do something and actually doing it, as you know, uh, are two very different things. And I wasn't sure how I would feel about being so public about my um, experiences in this space. Typically, I've been... Uh, only open about this on FetLife, which is a platform that is very specific to kinksters. And it's very unlikely that anyone who isn't already in this world would know about that platform or be engaging in it. So the risk of talking about this stuff on there is pretty low. But as a podcast, it's much more public and much more accessible to people Um that might know me in a different context or who might be a little bit less open to some of these ideas. So I think that it's important for you to know that those fears of judgment are very real for me as well, even though I've had uh, a reasonable amount of experience in this community and that I feel quite confident in this side of myself. It's something that I'm still battling with all the time. The good news is I, once this podcast went live, I didn't experience any of those negative feelings. I was actually feeling really proud of myself um, to be contributing to this conversation and to be working toward a more sex positive world because it's something that I really believe in. That said, this week has definitely been a bit of an eye opener for me. So one of the first things I did when this podcast went live was to create an Instagram account because Instagram has great functionality for creating polls and and it's a good space for people to be able to reach out to me with questions and share stories and things like that. 
So I created an account for this podcast um, and I shared some content. Mainly that was just quotes from the episodes. Um, I was very careful to make sure it was appropriate, what I I felt was appropriate for that platform. Um, And within two days, my account was suspended. The most surprising part of this was that Instagram actually gave me zero information as to what I posted that apparently had breached their rules. Um, All they told me was that I had... I'd been suspended on the grounds of sexual solicitation, which cracks me up because I'm not sure what I've done that could be interpreted as sexual solicitation exactly. Um, They said I can appeal the decision, which I did, um, but I wasn't actually able to write anything. All the appeal was was me clicking a button um, and they said that they will revisit the, the decision within 24 hours and... This was a couple of days ago and basically I haven't received any correspondence from Instagram um, and I can't log into my account. So I am assuming that they have deleted it. Initially, my reaction to being banned off Instagram was firstly, lol, because it's kind of like a rite of passage, right? You know, you're saying something important when people are trying to shut you up. So I tried not to take that too personally, but... After a bit of thought, I realized I was trying to figure out exactly what I did to breach their rules because I am aware of, you know, platforms have rules um, and they have every right to set those rules and I'm trying to abide by them, but I cannot see anything that I posted that can be interpreted as legitimate sexual solicitation. Um, So if it wasn't that, then what was it? What did I post that flagged me and got my account deleted straight away? Um, The only thing I can think of after talking to a couple of people who also work in this space, um, and I don't, I can't confirm this because Instagram hasn't told me, but my best guess is that it was simply the word kink or BDSM. And if that, if that's the case, that's really disappointing because that means that on this massive social media platform, we're denying people the opportunity to speak openly about their sexuality. And when you prevent people from having these open conversations, you're actually preventing people from being able to educate themselves, which is dangerous. This is where misinformation spreads. This is where shame spreads. If there is something so inherently wrong about even mentioning the word kink on social media, then what is that telling people who have kinks and desires and maybe don't understand them yet? It's this shameful attitude towards sex that creates so many sexual problems in our society. And as much as I'm not taking this ban on Instagram too personally, it has also woken me up to the fact that kink is really not accepted in our broader society. As much as there are some really wonderful supportive circles within our society, the general community is really uncomfortable with it. And that needs to change. There is nothing to be feared here. There is 
nothing perverted or wrong with having kinks. This experience was also the first time that I've ever felt like my voice is being censored. And first of all, how lucky am I that I have been able to speak my mind for the majority of my life. But I got to tell you, this feeling of being censored for speaking about something you really believe in, to have a massive platform like Instagram um, and Facebook too, because my account on Facebook also got taken down. Um, It's a pretty yucky feeling. On that note, I am currently looking for a better platform, social media platform um, for you guys to interact with me um, about this podcast. I have been looking at Tumblr and Twitter because I've been told that those two are a bit more adult content friendly. Um, I'm not personally very familiar with those platforms, so I'm not sure if they're a good fit yet, but I will keep you updated on that saga. In the meantime, you can always contact me on my website, harleyrabbit.com. I own that one, so no one's going to boot me off there. All right, so moving on from that, um, there were a couple of other things that I wanted to dive into on today's episode um, that have come up for me this week. The first one is this idea of a, (laughs) I haven't come up for a better name for this yet, but making a sex or kink vision board. Allow me to explain what I mean here. So I I don't really subscribe to the whole new age manifestation belief system. Um, If you do, that's totally cool. Um, But I do really see a lot of value in having vision boards and in, in that it helps you to visualize your goals and stay on track and focus that and feel motivated. Um, So I'm a big vision board person when it comes to my business and my personal goals. But I realized that sex is a really important part of my life. And there's so much that I really still want to explore. And there's so many experiences that I want to have in kink um, in my lifetime. So why not approach that with in the same way as I approach any other goals that I have in my life? I had this idea for a kink vision board. Um, I'm not really sure what that will look like in the end. This is a ongoing project, Um, but I have started this process by taking screenshots and collecting anything that I come across in my internet browsing that sparks some, like a strong curiosity or strong desire in me. I'm trying to pay attention to the things that my body responds to, things that I see and I notice myself go, oh, you know, there's something there that excites me. And I mightn't be able to rationally explain exactly what that is. Sometimes I can, sometimes I can't, but I do want to capture that. So it might be a photo on FetLife, for example, um, the other day I was browsing FET and came across this beautiful photo. It was a noir style black and white photo of this couple um, having sex doggy style and the man's holding her by the throat, holding her really close to him. And it just looked so um, dominant and passionate. And I loved that. 
So I took a screenshot and added it to this folder. And already I'm starting to notice a pattern that a lot of the photos that I enjoy are photos where the man is touching or grabbing the woman's face or hair. That's something that really works for me. So now I'm able to communicate that with Slade um, because I know I know that about myself and I can easily share that with him. So that's a really simple example, but there's also um, much bigger, more complex scenes that I want to try. For example, I was having a chat with someone the other day online and they were telling me about this fantasy that they had and it really resonated with me as well. So I screenshotted that fantasy and put that in the folder as something that I might like to role play one day. So the more examples that you can collect like this, the more you start to get to know this side of you. I think sex can be really tricky for us to understand because it isn't always a logical thing. In fact, it's it's not a logical thing. It's an emotional, physical, irrational, primal thing. It's not something that we can necessarily explain with our rational brain. It's much more primal than that. So sometimes collecting images like this, um, images and stories and even sensory things, it might be the feel of a certain blanket or leather or a smell of leather or PVC or, you know, these sorts of tactile um, materials can also do things for you. It depends what you're into and you'll not, you won't know what you're into until you start noticing and listening to your body. It's like a, um, it's like a, a metal detector, you know, when it, where it, the beeps get quicker um, and you follow those beeps until you find oh, it's that thing, you know, like that's the thing that that's the, the goal. That's the treasure that I want. Um, but if you ignore those beeps, you'll never actually get closer to finding those treasures. Does that make sense? There's a bit of an odd analogy there, but I think um, it paints a fairly clear picture about why this kind of exercise could be really helpful either as a way of understanding yourself and your desires more clearly, but also as a communication tool. Sex is very dependent on communication. So if you can show your partner a collection of images or stories that turn you on, they're going to understand a lot more about what works for you. Hopefully that was helpful. Um, watch this space because I will continue um, developing my own kink vision board as I go along and I'll share that progress with you. Any, any tips or tricks I find along the way. In the spirit of taking you along on my kink journey, um, I wanted to let you know before I end this episode that I've actually got a party coming up, which I'm very excited about. Um, I haven't been to this particular host's party, one of their parties before, so it'll be a new experience for me and for Slade. Um, and I have put my hand up to do some impact play at this party, which I'm very excited about because I love impact play and I'm definitely an exhibitionist. So makes it extra fun when there's plenty of people to watch. Um, but what I wanted to talk to you about is um, when I put my hand up for taking part in this, the host actually sent me through a whole bunch of questions regarding safe words and boundaries and what I was hoping to get out of the experience and et cetera, et cetera. 
all really good things to communicate. Um, but I hadn't actually done anything so formal before. Previously, when I've I've done some impact play at parties, it's kind of been more spare of the moment kind of thing. And initially, to be honest, when I received this list of questions, I felt a little bit overwhelmed by it. I was thinking it almost felt like I was signing up for an obligation. And I was like, well, what if I'm what if I change my mind on the night? I feel like I'm agreeing to something in advance, but there's too many unknowns. Like I have, I don't know this person that well. I've not been to one of their parties before. What if I'm not feeling it? Um, and is it okay to renege on that? If I've formally agreed to um, agree to these things in a document, but after a couple of hours of sitting with it, um, I think I, I received this message at like 6am or something too. So it was a lot, um, for that hour of the day. Um, but once I'd woken up and had a bit of a chance to think about it, I realized that this is such a great approach to playing with a new partner and making sure that communication is very clear because a lot of the questions in this, um, the document he sent me, I probably wouldn't have thought of to tell him. And obviously, if it comes up in the scene, I can use my safe words to um, communicate with him. No, I'm not. I'm not up for that. Or yes, I want this. But it is going to be a lot easier when all of that's outlined in advance. Now, I'm not advocating that this is how the process should go, um, but I'm just simply saying this is an approach that I haven't seen before. And ultimately, I think it's really positive. Also, I'd just like to add that once I'd thought about this for more than five minutes, I realized that, of course, I can withdraw my consent at any time, just like any any other scene that I do. Just because I've agreed to something in advance does not mean that I can't say to this person, look, I'm actually not feeling this tonight. He will be completely understanding. The fact that he has a pre-prepared document like this to ask all these questions really shows me that he absolutely respects my boundaries and wants to make sure that he's only playing within my limits and that communication is really a priority for him. So these are all massive pluses to look for when you're um, playing with a new partner. So watch this space. I'm sure I'll tell you all about my experience at that party um, in an upcoming episode with everyone involves consent, of course. Um, It's one thing I have to be very aware of with this podcast. I want to be... um, as transparent and honest with you guys about my experiences, but I also need to make sure that that's okay with everyone um, who's involved in those experiences. All right. So I'm going to leave it there. I'm sure I'm just around the uh, 20 minute mark. That seems to be the magic number for these episodes so far. Um, If you have anything you'd like to add to this conversation, if you have any experiences you'd like to share, And if you have any questions for me, please don't hesitate to get in touch. The best way to do that right now is through my website, harleyrabbit.com. You can also find me on FetLife. I'm just Harley Rabbit. Um, And hopefully by the time this episode comes out, there will be some social media um, options in there as well, which I'll tack on those contact details at the end of this episode. That's it from me. Play safe, have fun, and I will talk to you soon. Turns out I'm into it. Into it. Into it. Thanks for listening to Turns Out I'm Into It. If you've enjoyed this episode, please remember to hit subscribe and leave a rating and review. This will help other people just like you to find this podcast. 
If you have any comments or questions, you can reach out to me on FetLife or through the Harley Rabbit website. My name on Fet is Harley Rabbit, or one word, or you can message me direct through the website. Go to harleyrabbit.com forward slash podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening to the show. I will be back soon with another episode exploring the wonderful world of kink. 